What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? Austin Cunningham, Justin Trees, and Dan Kiefer coming to you with another excellent episode of Talking Football, where emotions are high, anger's even higher, and ready to win some money because that's what we do here. I think we all had a pretty successful week last week. We've been on a roll the last couple of weeks, which is great. Um, in that realm of football, and that's what we talk about, and that's fantastic. But another thing that we talk about and we do is fantasy football and Dynasty League, which we are all in. We are all three in the same league, and me, directly, I'm freaking hosed, and I'm pissed about it. <laughs> I don't understand Dynasty League. I don't understand the value of these trades. And every time you offer a trade, you get one in return, and it's like, that's the dumbest trade you could send back. And they're like, well, that was the dumbest trade offer you could send me to begin with. Well, thanks for welcoming me in the league. Oh, I can't even talk now. Thanks for welcoming me into the league then. I have so, now traded for two quarterbacks. I have at the top of the league. Team is dominating top to bottom. I've not bragged about it. I've not made a peep of like, boys, I am killing it in this dynasty league. In the process of that, of being as humble as I possibly can and celebrating the first time I've had any bit of success in a fantasy football league, let alone a dynasty league that I've never done before. My team is crumbling and it is falling apart. It is. I've traded for Joe Burrow. I had made a trade earlier in the season for Deshaun Watson. I thought I had two pretty good starting quarterbacks when I started with Justin Herbert and Jared Goff. Looking back now, dumbest thing I ever did was trade those guys away. Yeah. Because they're still healthy. They are. And now I have no quarterbacks and no one will make a trade with me. And I have no picks to offer at the value of a quarterback because I have just been told I need to double the value of quarterbacks that I view in our dynasty league. And let me tell you guys, I don't have double to offer. One, one, let me start off with saying one, I whooped your ass this weekend and it felt great. You did. Two. Thank you. As me with no quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, you, you did. Your quarterback just got hurt during that week, but mm-hmm. fair, yep. but fair. Um, Two, I've offered you Josh Dobbs, Mr. Joshua Dobbs. I'm not asking for a first rounder. I'm not asking for anything crazy. So you, what did you ask for? A second. And? Preferably a defensive player. And I offered a defensive player. No, for um, for Justin Fields. That is right. That is right. You changed it. You you're the dude that I say, let's talk about this player, and then you offer something for a different player. <laughs> so like don't say that nobody's offered at you. I I I didn't like say I nobody's offered me. I said I just can't get yeah, I just can't yeah. get it figured out. That's fair. That's fair. I'm sorry you're going through this. We love you. I'm trying to help you through this. I have Josh Dobbs because I have Kyler and I have Fields and my team's skyrocketing to the number one seed right now i'm just like my team is on fire right now i so like i'm willing Couldn't to be happier that. for you thank you um but in my home swear league, to god I, if dan is sending this trade to you right now i am going to lose it in in my home league listen in my home league we do punishments for the lowest scoring team each week right um we've done calendar pictures we've done all sorts of things this year we're doing hot sauce and we bought some of the hot ones, hot sauce, and we record each other um, as they are eating it, and we get to ask them questions. My team is like the highest scoring team in the league, yet <laughs> I was the lowest scoring team this week, and I just had to do hot sauce before this, and I don't feel very good. So I just want to start mm. off with saying that, but I will say it is an awesome punishment, and if people are looking for punishments, you should do stuff like that because it's fun. 
and it's weekly, so it makes it better. So uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but um, last weekend my bets did a really fun thing. I wanted to mention since in this league we're talking about my team's at the bottom right now, even though we Mags got that work this weekend, two and zero. Oh, thank you. Um, I lost the first four games. I'm sorry, no, the first five games Saturday because I had five college bets, yeah. and I was in my feels about it. Okay, it was so bad. I was like, I'm not even going to watch at my house. I'm going to the bar because Wisconsin's playing. Wisconsin's been terrible all year. I picked Wisconsin to win by four and a half, and I just want to be somewhere safe right now. So I went to the bar. Um, that's not a cry for help, but anyway, <laughs> what, <laughs> Wisconsin <you sure? laughs> was about to win by a field goal. They were about to win by a field goal. Okay. Nebraska makes a field goal, which uh, it was a longer field goal forces overtime. Badgers win in overtime by a touchdown four and a half hits. And I didn't lose a bet the rest of the weekend. I swept the next five bets. It was incredible. That is incredible. What a run. That's I was awesome. I was on an all time high. That's awesome. Love that. Um. All right. Okay. So this weekend, my favorite probably weekend of of football. Like I love playing DFS on Thanksgiving Day. It's so much fun. I love doing a whole. I always make a whole bunch of like player props on Thanksgiving. Uh, the three game slate. You have the Egg Bowl of Mississippi State versus Ole Miss on Thanksgiving. We now have. Black Friday NFL in the afternoon, which is going to be Dan's team this year. And then we just got old-fashioned, just rival games on Saturday. Um, And then, honestly, the NFL slate looks pretty damn good this Sunday as well. I think that this is just going to be one of those just classic weekends of football, fall weekends. Um, Also, it's Utah-Colorado, so I get to go see primetime. Um and it's chili cookoff week, so it's always. Are you going to show him your watch? I will not, because I am a grown ass man. But after (laughs) drinking a little bit, who knows? Who knows what will happen? I can't wait for the video. I can't wait for the video. I will do it. I will do it. (laughs) Exactly. Um, but I'm excited, guys. I I really am. This this weekend is always very fun, and obviously you get to spend it with family or not. Either way. Doesn't matter. Um, Austin, I feel are like, you guys still I feel doing like Thanksgiving? Are you guys, sorry. And, uh, should we? Should we wait? <laughs> Austin, uh, Austin, is your family doing the stupid taco thing again? You know what? I don't. I don't think we are. Good. Good. Yeah. Like I almost back in the day i almost ended the podcast in general just deleted everything when you told me that your family does taco bar for thanksgiving what hey whoa for whoa whoa bub yeah for thanksgiving for every holiday we did mexican every for every holiday. holiday mexican but it's they say mexican but it's cut a doritos bag and just put all the toppings oh, over the walking the walking tacos oh no walking we didn't do tacos. that for every we didn't do that one for everyone it was just a different variation that was one of the variations okay. that we had done though okay got it okay. yeah if I walked like in, there, there is a lot of us, and it's just easier for my family to to make food like that, and you just kind of make it and go because like we're all over the house, we're all there's just again so many of us like different age groups as well that it's just easy like sometimes it is just easier to take like your bag of Doritos, put in your meat, put in your lettuce, sour cream, whatever you cheese, whatever you want in it, and you crunch up the chips and eat out with the fork. Like sometimes that is just kind of nice, 
But yeah. then there's other days where, you know, you're making your burritos and quesadillas and different types of Mexican dishes and there's just food everywhere. But yeah, there was, there was a good year there where I felt like we did Mexican at every uh, family event that I had with my mom's side of the family. Yeah. And then the ever family. since it kind of like blew up a little bit <laughs> when I, I, cause I'd gone over here and I gone over and mic'd up and then my family heard it and they're like, no, we don't. And they're like, we kind of started looking back and they're like, oh my God, we did. I don't think we've had Mexican. I think we've had Mexican maybe like twice since because of it, which kind of stinks because it was like a staple of our family. Yeah, none of us are Mexican, but like we can make some good Mexican food. Yeah, you should so. just st- you should have stuck with it at this point. So yeah, tell your tell your mom's side of the family to go back to it. Well, no, because you just said that you would drop everything. So I mean, so well, now that okay. I understand the whole story, though. <laughs> so do you guys do a full blown meal for Thanksgiving and Christmas then? um yes so not okay. on, no, no, no 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 sorry let me rephrase that thanksgiving yes like we do, mm-hmm. we, do. Yep. we are very my family's very much like like i want to call it like munchy food people too though so like we love like our just plates of like crackers and cheese and dips and that type of stuff for like thanksgiving until the real meal comes out right and then we do the things the true thanksgiving dinner christmas we do like a christmas dinner a couple weeks before like where we I, I do like so do we it's called thanksgiving that's fair um <laughs> but like on on christmas though like my mom makes this like christmas bread that's got like ham and cream cheese and peppers and all this stuff inside of it it's really good um and then you're not going to like it cuz you don't like flavor um but that's like all we really eat that day like we don't like have like a meal Okay, so um, what Kyla's family does, and I really like this, is Thanksgiving. Yeah, you have the grand poobah meal, all that good stuff. Um, but for Christmas, it's all finger food. So, like, you can just kind of, like, openly graze on a snack buffet, which I think is awesome. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, food with substance. Like, there's cocktail wings and stuff there. So it's not all desserts. You know, there's – yeah. but I think it's, it's an ideal way. It is. And it depends how many people you got coming over this and that, you know, on my dad's side, it's really small because uh, everybody's dead. So we do a meal meal for both. Don't remind but... me. <laughs> oh, inside joke. Ah, oh, Christ. I made a joke about Dan's mom, not understanding that she had passed away. It was super feel... awkward for him. Oh my feel... God. I still feel awful about it. That was like a year and a half ago. Anyways, fun times for me. I love my life. Did you guys got any good bets this weekend, or what's uh, what's going on? Yeah, there's really no good way to transition. Out no, of that there's one. not. There's um, really not. Well, I tell any you, live what, bets or I tell you what, the uh, bets are hot. The board's <laughs> looking hot, boys. Oh my god! I mean, there were times this year where the board was sitting cold, dead. No hope, but right now it's hot. Could not be more alive. Could not be more alive with our bets right now, folks. Uh, and we got a four-day stretch. So here's my plan. Is I plan on winning bets Thursday, okay? Have a good base. Vibes are good. My fantasy teams are going to do well, the ones that I want to do well. Uh, Friday, Dolphins play. It's going to be good vibes there because Dolphins are going to beat the Jets. Saturday, rivalry Saturday. I've... Uh, positioned myself as a wisconsin resident and an avid big 10 fan to accept either possibilities of the game saturday but i know 
deep down I'll have a rooting interest and which is probably not how it's going to go, but we'll talk about that when we talk about our bets. And then we got Sunday NFL Sunday and the dolphins don't play. So my day can't get ruined. So I think we're just, it's just going to be a constant build through the weekend. I can't wait. It's going to be a four day stretch of awesome. Great. Agreed. Let's just dive right into it. Then Austin. Kick us off. Tell you if you were going to have more to say there. I was was because because then (laughs) I was because then I was like, wait, Dan usually kicks us off, and I was like, well, I've already said Austin's name, so here we are. Really? No, I usually go first. Do you? That's where I was confused. Wow, happy four years, my guy. That's because he wasn't here last week. Ah, yeah. See, I was confused. Mm, Yeah, we missed you. By the way, I did miss you. Yeah, how'd it go? I can tell the. I can tell you didn't listen because I. Fucked up on the recording. Um, and I got like four. <laughs> I messages. honestly, yeah, I didn't. I never got around to it. This weekend was insane. So our guy Mello got married, and I just wasn't able to make it. Thanks. Yeah. So gotcha. Yeah, I forgot to. You awesome. You'll know this. You, the the clicker on the uh, garage band. How like yeah. The, I forgot to turn uh, it off. So that was on. So I had. I literally got four messages. Like within like twenty minutes of posting it, people being like, "Hey, I think your record is broken." So I had to hurry and go and fix it. So that's how I could smooth. tell you didn't listen. Yeah, I know it was my own fault. Anyways, your bets. How are we doing? <laughs> yeah. So bet wise, uh, last week turned out pretty well for me. Um, I'm happy with it. I ended up going, I believe, six and four, which is pretty solid for me in the way the last couple of weeks have kind of laid out. When we all remember about five weeks before that. Things were looking rough, not good at all. But now we're going to head into this week. Hope we can continue the success of being above 500 with our with our bets here. I believe I have 11 of them this week, six in college, five in the NFL. Um, just a lot of big games this weekend that we're excited about. Dan, I know you said something along the lines of maybe all of us having a bet for Michigan and Ohio State. I do not currently have one, but I am all about putting one in our five-leg parlay just due to the fact that I'm not really sure which way I want to go, but I do see Michigan as favored by three. Honestly, kind of a favor. Ohio State pulls it out. But now me getting into my bets here, I am taking the over at 26 and a half of Iowa versus Nebraska. Last week, I also took the over of 30 and a half of Iowa versus Illinois. What a mistake. But this week, I still think it's going to be a mistake. But I really just want to be able to hit an over for Iowa because I know Dan is just so passionate about always betting the unders that I just want to be able to say that there was one day where I hit an over for Iowa. Like, I want to be able to tell my grandkids that one day. It's like, you're never going to believe what I did. I had that exact bet in my sheet three times today, and I just kept. Kept talking yourself out of it? No, I was getting sick, like (laughs) physically ill about it. I said, we're not doing this. We're not. This is a good vibes only weekend. I don't blame you at all. My next one, though, is another over a 52 and a half Colorado versus Utah. I just think this is going to be a high scoring game no matter what way it goes. Uh, Last week, just an absolute heartbreaker for Utah. Uh, Not really sure where Arizona's at this year. Definitely they've improved, but like that performance last week, um, I think opened the eyes for a lot of people that have just kind of been semi college football fans this year and kind of paid attention to what's going on with the Pac-12 pretty much imploding and now it just being what it is but again this matchup here I'm taking the over 52 and a half Colorado versus Utah 
Wisconsin, I am taking them favored by two and a half against Minnesota. I do think they get that. Um, and the next up is going to be the over of 50 and a half Florida State versus Florida. Um, our guy, Jordan Travis, is out, but I still think that Florida State is going to put up a ton of points and we are going to have some success there. Joe's um, Graham Mertz. Both yeah, Graham Mertz broke his right. Uh, yes. But uh, Florida's court, their backup quarterback that came in uh, against Mizzou last week almost led them to victory, you know, made several plays um, against the Tigers. And so I do think this is going to be a fun matchup, but I do think it's going to be something where we look at both these teams, they, they just keep firing, they keep scoring. We're going like, damn, like both these programs are just heading in the right direction. So and you I, love to see it. I had this on my, I did take it off my card, but I did have this. So I love this bet. I just Sweet. We'll keep remember that one later on in the show. Next up, Notre Dame versus Stanford. I am taking the under of 51 and a half. I do not think that is going to be a high-scoring ball game whatsoever. In my last college bets, I am taking the over at 47 and a half, Iowa State versus Kansas State, mainly due to the fact that I don't think Iowa State is going to score a lot. I just think Kansas State finally just kind of has that light lit up underneath them, and they're going to make things happen. Last tough couple weeks for Kansas State. You come into this week against Iowa State, hopefully in the year on track. There is a possibility your coach is on the move to Texas A&M because he is a hot commodity. He's North Dakota State. A lot of success there comes to Kansas State. is getting some success there as well. In the Big 12, has changed the program, got heading in the right direction. I think came going to Texas A&M is a very real possibility. So I'd like to think that Kansas State's going to end the year on a high note. Okay. A uh, little bit of overlap. Uh, so my first bet is Tulane three and a half against UTSA. I think Tulane is going to be, well, they're basically shooing at this point for our G5 uh, team playing in a New Year's Six Bowl. Ultimately, I think UTSA punching up to you to Tulane is just going to be too much. So give me Tulane three and a half. Got Ohio State in the game. Three and a half point dog. And not to, I know I think every week on the show I say it just means more about the SEC, but mm-hmm. for Ohio State, you've lost two in a row against Michigan, and this matchup of Ohio State and Michigan is the last one, in my opinion, that truly matters um, in terms of college football playoff because then we're going to go to 12 teams, and when the Big Ten brings in all these additional teams, yes, this game is still going to be the last game of the season, but there will be so many other variables that, this is the last time it's truly going to be winner is in the college football playoff. Winner goes to the uh, big 10 championship to railroad Iowa. This is, this game means a lot. Okay. Especially for Ryan day. If he loses this game, he's going to be a top 10 coach in college football. And he's going to be apparently on the hottest seat last year. They were damn near burning uh, pictures of him everywhere in Columbus. So this is a must win for Ohio state. And I do think this turns into a little bit of a big 10 West game. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of running the ball, a lower scoring game potentially. And I think Trayvon Henderson probably decides it for Ohio state. So I like Ohio state as a dog in that one. I don't know if they win outright, but I do think the game stays close. Uh, next bet is a little player prop taking Jake Plummer, the Louisville quarterback, to throw over one and a half touchdowns against Kentucky. I think that game could get a little bit shootouty. So one and a half touchdowns seems like a pretty low over-under for a uh, Brom-coached quarterback. Taking Virginia Tech at two and a half point favorite, going to Virginia. Virginia Tech wins this game. They're bowl eligible. That would be huge for Brent Pry. 
Uh, it'd be the first time he's bowl eligible at Virginia Tech, so that'd be a big win there in the Commonwealth State. Uh, actually going under Florida State, Florida 50. Uh, two backup quarterbacks. I think both teams are really going to want to run the ball, and that screams under. Also, Florida State's defense is good. Uh, a lot to play for for that team still. Uh, last college bet, Egg Bowl time, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. I think I just bet the over in this game every year because it, it it's just a yearly tradition at this point. Two fun – well, at least one fun offense in Ole Miss and Mississippi State. I just hope you're competent enough to score 14, and it'll probably be enough. Trees? Cool. I love it. I love it. All right. Um, let's start off with the Egg Bowl. I also oh. am taking the over because my guy, because I'm with you. And like, I love watching this on Thursday night and just, it's always, it's always a shootout. So over 55 and a half there. Uh, next I'm taking the minus 10 and a half LSU at Texas A&M. My reasoning for this is LSU has one purpose right now that they are playing for. One and one only. They are trying to get Daniels the Heisman. They are going to do whatever they can to put up as many points as possible. They don't give a shit about defense. They don't give a shit about just anything. It's just like, do what you can. And I think that the LSU defense is good enough to make a couple stops, and LSU is going to continue to run the score up. So give me LSU at minus 10. For the record, I don't want Daniels to win it because on this podcast I said, Bo Nix. I made a bet in real life, Bo Nix. I want Bo Nix to win that Heisman. Moving on. The game. The game. I'm going over 46 and a half. I'm, I'm, with, you that, I'm with you that I kind of think that they're going to run the ball a lot, but I actually think that there's a lot of big plays in this game. I think they've run the ball a lot that's going to make it so there are some deep play action plays that get some quick scores. So there might be some long, like seven, six minute drives. But then there's going to be a couple drives that are like 35 seconds within like one or two plays, deep pass scores. So I'm going the over. Outright, outright, not to put you guys on the spot. Outright, who do you think wins the game? Not spread, not over under, just outright. Who wins Ohio the game? State. My guy. Yep. I think Ryan Day needs to win more than anything. Um, Saw a stat today. He's like what one and four or one and three against Michigan, but he's like fifty five and four against the rest of the country. Something so. like that sounds accurate. Yeah. yeah, or he's he's only lost two against Michigan. Only two, yeah, the, the last, last two. two, but it's the last two. But it's the last mm. two. Um, here's the thing. I think Michigan's a much better team than Ohio State, but I actually think that Harbaugh being gone is going to make the difference here. I could see. I could see it. Oh, I just want to say the better team is going to win. Um, Michigan's also not been truly tested this year yet. Like, yeah, they played Penn State, but Penn State went out of their way to try to lose that game. And then Michigan decided halfway through the second quarter, like, we're going to play football like it's 1940. Yeah, that's fair. Which, hey, kudos. I mean, but same time, they could do it. They did it. You know, yeah. it's one thing to yeah. want to run they, the ball. It's another thing to run the ball at will and break someone's spirit. Yeah, exactly. And we're saying we're, we can't pretend like Ohio State's had this hard schedule either, though. I mean, uh, yeah, that's what I was saying, too. Yeah. They, had, they had Notre Dame, which they, they, they should have lost. Notre Dame. And they should have yeah. lost. And they should have lost, right? So I'm going to say Michigan, but like I do not feel good about it at all. But I'll say Michigan. 
Is there okay. like I know we did this a couple weeks ago, the last show I was on. Is there any way we sit here in Texas is in the playoff? Like that's just that's not even a possibility. Like I think the same thing about Alabama. Yeah, for I'm sure. gonna flip that around. Do you want Texas in the playoff? Yes. Because do, do, no 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 no. Because if Texas gets in, you're getting Georgia round one. Yeah, bring it on. That's a bold thing to say. So yes, so you're this in is the how... playoff though. Like that is that's huge for Texas going in the SEC. It is. It is. So like the... recruit wise, like they they need that more than anything going into the SEC. I hate they to need tell to you. prove that they can make it happen. But if you get curb stomped by Georgia, that does not prove you can do anything. Because Cincinnati made the playoff. They got their asses whooped by Alabama. And guess what? That recruiting class did not get better. And their coach went somewhere else. Two years later. Into. Two years later. A year. A year later. Yeah. Still, I'm saying like, next year. He, he, but the recruiting I'm, classes yeah. like, didn't instantly I, get better. I actually, it's not like Texas has had a problem recruiting before. Yeah. I mean, that, I have, though. that's a fair, no, I think that's a fair argument, but I actually think I tend to side with Austin on this one. But I think it's, I think it's big for the university if they make it. Like, I think it'd be better if they went to a, just a regular New Year's six game and, you know, beat the hell out of a Ole Miss. Yeah. You know, go uh, play probably a, play the lower, well, Right. But it's, play a lower SEC team, beat the hell out of them. And they go, yeah, we belong. Yeah. Austin, to answer your question. Yes, right. Like what you want is the game to be a blowout one way or the other. You don't want a close game. And then you want Louisville to beat Florida State in the ACC championship game. And then you want, and then it doesn't matter on the Pac-12. Like it doesn't matter. One of them lose and then you just move on. So that that's how you get it. Yeah, but do you really make the jump though? Because like if Oregon beats Washington. Yeah. You'll you'll pass Washington if Oregon if Oregon beats Washington you will pass them you'll really Washington. yeah because then the argument's going to be Washington only beat Oregon because they had them at home that's the argument then and if Bo Nix if Oregon beats Washington that makes the Bo Nix Heisman talk very 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 real and I could see them wanting to put Oregon in over exactly. Texas yeah because of the Heisman talk. Yeah, but either way, it doesn't matter, right? The Pac-12 team is still in there because then you'd have Georgia, you'd have Georgia, you'd have the yep. the game winner, you'd have the Pac-12 mm-hmm. winner, and then you'd have yep. Texas. Those four. Okay. Yeah. That's how you get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's you want the a game to clear you, path. You want the game to be a blowout. Yeah, you can't have it close because then there's the argument. Like, yeah, because I don't think it be a last second field goal one way or the other. I don't think there's a way they put Florida State without Jordan Travis in. If they go undefeated, injury shouldn't matter. Time. But Jesus Christ, it's your quarterback. I, yeah, that's a good but point. If they, if they go undefeated, I have a hard time believing them not putting them in. Because what, so what if this Big Ten matchup is close? Yep. And then what if Alabama beats Georgia next then week? Then you got a mess yeah. because then you'll have, have an undefeated mess. Florida State team. You'll have, uh, you know, the winner of the game and yep. the and the tight loser, if it's loser close. of the game. You'll have a Georgia team who's a then has to be an at large. Yep, and then you have a and Pac-12 have a Bama team and a Pac twelve loss and a and one loss Pac twelve team. You have a Bama team that just won the SEC championship, so of course they're going to be in. Like, and then Texas mm-hmm. definitely ain't getting in. Yeah, then Texas yeah. for sure is not in. Like even with a win over Alabama, which is just which is crazy, right? Yeah, which, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that that's was forever what, ago. Yeah, that, that's. I mean, that's like, it's, sucks, like, though, it's, right? it's, it's this season, right? You know, yeah. but like, because then it comes across as like the season doesn't matter, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like that, and that sucks. Like that. Just so imagine if this was the year for like the top twelve. 12. It'd be then yeah, we're be a great year for a twelve team playoff. And then we're sitting here looking at like, oh my god, Oklahoma, LSU, can Arizona make it? Arizona. You know I mean, does Iowa it, find yeah. a way to get in? Like, just yeah, Tulane. Tulane find Tulane would be in, in, and it would be electric. Yeah. yeah, it'd be so much fun. So next year's gonna be sick. I can't next wait. Year's yeah, be way sick. So okay, cool. Sorry, I need to keep going. Um, uh, my yeah. next bet. So uh, I added this one instead of the fi- over fifty and a half Florida Florida State. Uh, I went with Air Force plus six and a half against uh Boise State. Uh, Air Force, like let's not forget, like three weeks ago, they were the highest rated like G five, G five, right? They were, and they've lost a few. They've lost, I think, two games since, and that's just. I just feel like this is like a cold weather game. Air Force just finds a way just to run the ball and just run it down Boise State's throat. Um, next one, uh, San Jose State and UNLV over fifty seven and a half. UNL UNLV is so much fun to watch. Um, so. Give me that over in that game. I, I looking at this game, I was expecting to see like a 61, 62. So what I saw in the fifties, I smashed it. So there we go. Austin, over to you. Perfect. There we go. Um, I'll go ahead and get into the NFL slate again. I got one, two, three, four. There's five games here for my NFL slate. So I do have the 11 games here. Uh, first up is going to be the Packers plus seven and a half versus the Lions. I take this bet because the Lions are winning football games and they are playing really, really well, but they're just still winning these close games. And as a Lions fan, you absolutely love to see it. It has been incredible. But the Packers, I just think there's going to find a way with this being a divisional game where they keep it close and it's going to be a fun Thanksgiving matchup. Next is going to be the Commanders versus the Cowboys. I'm taking the Commanders plus 11.5 versus the Cowboys. I just I don't know if I'm just not a believer in the Cowboys or if it's just kind of one of these things where I'm sitting here looking at me like, man, 11 and a half points on a short week is a lot, no matter what. And I know the Commanders just lost to the Giants this weekend, but the Commanders, they've been playing some good offensive football. Their defense has kind of been lackadaisical on them. But we've seen some bright spots there. But mainly this the reason I'm taking the Commanders here to cover is just because I feel like 11 and a half is way too much for this football game. And then I'm going to take the under 36 and a half Panthers versus Titans. Neither of these teams can score. I'm not expecting it to happen this weekend again. Giants, I'm taking them plus three versus the Patriots. The Patriots, excuse me, the Patriots are just awful. The Giants coming off the win against uh, Washington. That's the division win. You're heading in the right direction. I love your juicy, your Jersey juice quarterback. You got some magic happening there. And it's crazy how he's making things happen with this offense. And Daniel Jones wasn't able to. You know what I mean? I've been on here and talked several times like, oh, man, the Giants just don't have any weapons. He's making things happen. So maybe it does just come down to the athletic ability of your quarterback. And then my last one, Chargers plus three and a half versus the Ravens. Tough, tough loss for the Chargers last week. They find a way to come back. This is one of these games where we sit here and go, man, the Ravens, like they're just top of the AFC. Here we go. And this is just going to be the the craziness of the AFC this year heading into the playoffs. So I am taking the Chargers plus three and a half and to win that ball game versus the Ravens. Uh, weekly segment idea. Uh, tough loss by the Chargers. Okay, just, seems like yeah. something. Just seems like something we can do every time. week. <laughs> Chargers got a Charger. Oh, gosh, lightning. Oh, pain. Uh, all right, I'm getting on my NFL side. I'm starting off with a Thanksgiving Day bet, taking the over 47 Green Bay and Detroit. Very quietly, Jordan Love looked pretty damn good last week, folks. 
Um, even with mm-hmm. Aaron Jones out, which I'm assuming Aaron Jones is going to miss this weekend. That's kind of how he's gone injury-wise. We know Detroit can score it. If Green Bay can hang with it, make it a shootout, we might finally get an awesome Detroit game on Thanksgiving. Very hopeful for that. Next game, going Miami, third quarter, two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Jets. Miami has not allowed an opponent to score the last two weeks in the second half. That's cool. Uh, mind you, one game was against the Raiders. Other game was against the Chiefs, so that one does matter. But uh, the Jets can't score against a average team, and the Miami defense is looking absolutely awesome right now. So give me that little third quarter coming out after after halftime, quick to a touchdown, and then the defense shuts it down for Miami. Going to take the over 48-and-a-half Jags at Houston. Let's get some fireworks going. Um, Therese, we know the Jags cannot get to the quarterback. That's what they've been struggling with a majority of the year on the defensive side. So I think C.J. Stroud's probably going to continue to cook like he has against every team. But the Jaguars showed some life on offense last weekend. Uh, Calvin Ridley is alive, can report uh, from my bench. He is alive. Trevor Lawrence diced him up last weekend. So I think that continues. Probably get some ETN touchdowns, some Trevor Lawrence touchdowns. Bada bing, bada boom. Final bet. Does this episode have an E on it? Do I get I'll swear? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our fucking Falcons. One point favorite going to New Orleans. I can't tell you, but you should already know if you've been following along this year how important this game is to our parlay. Okay. This weekend to our parlay, if the Jags beat Houston, they're in the driver's seat. If Miami beats the Jets, they're in the driver's seat for their division. We got one driver missing, folks, and it's the Atlanta Falcons. They beat New Orleans this weekend. They are in the driver's seat for the NFC South. I can't wait. We got three teams. Let's get the sweep for talking football. Let's get the sweep for the parlay. It starts with our, I'm not going to say it again. I got one square, our Falcons as a one-point favorite. Yes. It's the biggest weekend. Desmond Ritter, baby. Yeah. We're back. We're back. This weekend is ginormous for the for the parlay. Again, Houston versus Jags. If Jags win, that essentially puts them two and a half games up on the division. Dolphins, they win, basically knock the Jets out. And then you have the then you have the Bills playing. Um, the Eagles, so the Eagles win. They gain another game on that division. And then, yes, Falcons versus Saints. You win that game. You're then tied for the division lead, but you have the head-to-head victory. So you have the you have the, in the driver's seat. You're in the driver's seat to, to go. So, like, there's just, like, four or five huge games for our parlay. So uh, another reason why this weekend is going to be great. Cool. Is it my turn? Am I up? Yeah. 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 We're, yeah okay, cool. on you. All right. Okay. Um, we're just waiting on me. Uh, I guess I'll just start off with saying I took the Falcons at minus one because I want the Falcons to win desperately. This might be, yes. it's with the heart. It's with the head. It's with it. It's with it all. I don't even care. Um, that's one. I hate this other game that I have on my part or on my bet sheet that I'm changing literally as we speak. Um, okay. Number two, I'm taking the, the Eagles. Minus 0.5 in the first half against the Bills. I think they will have the lead at home against the Bills at halftime of this game. Uh, Next one. This is the one I hate. I'm deleting that. Um, Next one. Broncos. First drive punt. Didn't do one last week. We're back. First drive punt against the Browns. Let's ride. Um, Love it. Uh, Austin, you went with the under on this game. I'm taking the over. 
over 36 and a half on Tennessee, Carolina. Um, hmm. I think both of these, you were like, hey, both these offenses suck. Both of these defenses suck. Um, so that's why I'm actually going to take the over here. I think that there's, I think both of these teams can put up, can put up 21 points. Um, even though the offenses have been bad, I think that they just find ways to score. And honestly, it might even be some turnovers and then the offenses get short filled. So it might be that if I'm, if I'm being honest. So, um, we have that, that leaves me with one game left. I'm actually kind of looking at your guys' sheets. Sometimes I like to like, just find one that you guys find that I didn't, that I didn't see and try to like sprinkle it in there. Um, Canada got got fired today. How's that offense going to be against the Bengals defense? Usually low scoring game. Um, one know what? I'm going to double dip on the Falcons game. I'm going to take. <laughs> I'm going to take Saints first drive punt because if oh. we're, if we're winning that game, that. Our our Falcons defense is going to have to make some stops. Let's just start off with immediately first drive punt for the Saints. What are the odds on a first drive Jesse Bates interception? I wonder. Ooh, should I see? Probably what... good. Probably Pro- good. Probably really. David good Carr interception. only dumps it off to Alvin Kamara. Eric so. Carr might not play. Yeah. Well, then the odds are going to be really good if it's Jameis Winston throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah. Also yeah. very true. <laughs> I mean, you might have might, actually made me might a be little a nervous. It might, on it the might first be minus. Yeah. It might be minus odds for Jesse Bates' interception if Jameis is starting. It it might be. It really <laughs> might be. So okay, cool. Um, Parlays. What do you guys got? Um, I'm going over 52 and a half. Colorado versus Utah. Wisconsin favored by two and a half versus Minnesota, and then Packers plus seven and a half versus the Lions. I will be going uh, Jake Plummer over one and a half touchdowns versus Kentucky. I'll do Virginia Tech as a two and a half point favorite, trying to get to bowl eligibility against Virginia. And then last one is going to be the Miami third quarter, two and a half point favorite against the goddamn Jets. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos first drive punt against the Browns. I'm taking the over 57 and a half in San Jose State and UNLV. And then I'm going to take the Eagles minus 0.5 at half. Okay, let's do this. Five-legger. Austin, you got one that you like? Yeah, under 51.5, Notre Dame versus Stanford. Under 51.5. Okay, cool. All right. I'm good with either the Egg Bowl bet or if we want to put in Tulane. uh, UTSA, Frank Harris had probably the best game by a quarterback there ever last week so this might be a letdown game and i just i do think tulane's just a better team they are a better team they've had some close games this year though they're not blowing people out we don't gotta blow them out gotta beat them by four i know i, know. Uh, I mean or we do egg bowl this or is your do bet. this is your bet you just yeah, give me tulane okay. give me tulane i'm not i'm not gonna complain about betting on tulane i love betting on tulane okay all right um Next one is mine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, act like you like your bets. I, I just don't know. What's I couldn't tell on. if you were frozen or just thinking. You were not moving at all. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to take LSU at minus 10. Ooh, I like it. Okay. All right. We got two left. 
We gotta do egg bowl because we both have egg bowl, right? We all we both also have our Falcons. Yeah, I already have I already have two bets on that game. I don't I don't want it also <laughs> included in the parlay. So uh, we're right. not gonna do um, that. I do like you don't need to parlay it. I do like the under God, 36 and a half so low for an NFL game, but I do like the under 36 and a half for Panthers Titans. That screams like 1710. Yeah, but I also don't like trees disagreeing with it. That never works out for me. We can put it. We can put it did uh, last week, Austin, you and I had the yeah. Rams and he had the Seahawks it's like an idiot. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And I said it's right. Yeah. Imagine thinking they were going to hit that field goal to win the game. Yeah, exactly. I was so nervous. I was, so I was just nervous. like, I was just like, I shouldn't even like, I shouldn't have to be watching this fucking bullshit of a game. But here I am because that was you, terrible. About, um, the over fifty-five and a half Ole Miss versus Mississippi State. That's the Egg Bowl. That's the Egg Bowl. We already got that. Oh, dear. Excuse me. Um. Sorry, what was Packers your seven and a half first lines? Awesome, you just said that because I was about to say. Remind me, what was your reasoning on taking seven and a half? Um, the lines, you know, they've been having a good season, they've won ball games, but they've still been close. Okay. They haven't just blown anybody out in the Packers. They've kind of been the same way. They just hang in ball games, and there's just some silly or stupid on why they lose. And also the rivalry week, game. I think it's kind of one of those deals where it's also the rivalry short week as well. Jordan Love looked like he's getting comfortable. He's got receivers that he can trust and rely on without Christian Watson ever being there. So, it's kind of my thought process. I don't hate it. And it's in, is it in Detroit? Yeah, it's in Detroit. Yeah. Guys, I need some help here. I I, I don't hate that. Um, well, then let's put it on there. Dan? I, I'm good with that. I also have the over in that game at 47, if that uh, strokes you a little better. Over at 47. Over at 47. It's not bad. I could just see it being like 21, 24, and we miss it. Yeah. Let's do, let's do the 7. 45, Dan. Uh, I'm good at 47. No, I, I, I got it. I'm good. I was just sorry, in my head. I just I saw you thinking, look up like, like uh... no, in my head, I was like, I'm gonna be so pissed if like it's a situation where the Lions can just go up by 10, kicking a field goal, and Dan Campbell's like, no, man, football, we're going for it on fourth and seven. I don't care. Yeah. And then it fucks it up. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we went with seven and a half. So uh we're right, going. Let's roll. We're going under 51 and a half Notre Dame Stanford. We got Tulane at minus three and a half versus UTSA. We got LSU at minus 10 and a half versus AM. We got the over in the Egg Bowl. And then we got Packers seven and a half versus the Lions. So we got two bets on uh, Thanksgiving Day in this parlay. Um, Getting hot again on the parlay. Uh, yep, loving four it. and one, and then three and two. That's seven. If you just bet our parlay bets, you're making so much money. Yeah, exactly. Just I know some other stats that I love, some player props that I've been looking at that I love on Thanksgiving. Like, mm. sure. Um, Let me write these down real quick. Parsons had Parsons is like over under 0.75 sacks. So basically more than a half a sack, but less than a full sack, right? Um, he'll smash that. I think he goes for two or three. 
Um, Who the Cowboys see, play? Washington. The worst offensive line in football? Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Um, so I'm smashing that one. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, I think, was at like 86 and a half or 85 and a half last I checked. Love that one. Um, I really like Sam Laporta anytime touchdown. Love the David Montgomery anytime touchdown. Um, I think I'm going to even sprinkle in a little bit of uh, Reed for Green Bay. Mm. Touchdown. Like this feels like a like some sort of like weird little like reverse to him on the 12 yard line. He gets like a 12 yard rushing touchdown. Like it just feels like that's that. gonna happen. Anyways, so just some I'm still looking Especially with Aaron but... Jones out, they're gonna be creative because AJ Dillon isn't good. Yeah. So you know like and he's basically a between the tackles guy. So to get something, you know, stretch run wise, I could see a reverse happening. Exactly. And then I liked uh, Debo Samuel over 10 and a half rushing yards against Seattle. Mm, I like that. Anyways, just once I'm looking at. Um, all right, cool. Well, there we go. Hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Hope everybody else has a great Thanksgiving. Um, guess that does it for us. Yeah? Guys got anything else? No, no sir. Cool. All right. We appreciate y'all. And tonight we've been talking football.